brought to you in part by the Balanced Palette. AFIA Sports Training, committed to developing the sporting potential of future players in the U.S., U.K., and across the world. And the Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City talking rugby. And we're going to Romania to talk rugby, and we're going to talk rugby with Team USA's head coach, Gary Gold, who has really uh, gone out of his way to accommodate us with the limited Wi-Fi over there in, in the lobby of the hotel, and they're, they're uh, just in town. So be patient with the feed, ladies and gentlemen. It might drop off, but uh, Gary's game, so, so are we. Uh, with that, Gary, uh, welcome uh, to our show from Romania. Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. Okay, so, Coach, first order of business. Um, I am eating an enormous plate of crow. And happily so, because of Team USA beating Samoa, I did pick Samoa, as did some of the other pundits on this show, as did most people out there in the, in the uh, Twitter sphere, or whatever you want to call it. But I am very happily eating all this crow and happy to be wrong. <laughs> I'm happy you're wrong as well. <laughs> All right, so coach, this is just an average run for you guys. Nine matches in a row, nine test matches in a row without a loss, including wins over Samoa and Scotland by the identical scores of 30 to 29, nail biters to say the least. And although people will say, well, you lost to the Maori All Blacks, as Dallin Stanford has pointed out, that was not a test match, so it doesn't count. It's almost as though it didn't exist. But for our purposes here, you are on a nine-game tear. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, you're looking to not have a 39-29 repeat. Yeah, it was the same score. They were both the same scores. Yeah, coincidental as that is. Um, I'm not sure there's too much to read into that, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good run. Um, we've had our fair bit of luck as well. Um, you know, we must appreciate that and uh, you know stay grounded because of that. Uh, and I think there were patches where we played really poorly. Saying that, I think there were patches where we played really well. I mean, we started, I thought, if we'd scored again, we may have put them to bed. But, um, you know, a little bit of bad luck and a bad bounce of the ball and a couple of defensive errors. And, you know, that's how quickly Test Match Rugby changes. You know, so they straight back into the game and then we had to claw our way out. And, uh, again, fantastic to have Will kick that kick, um, you know, at, at the death. And, uh, if we hadn't kicked it, we would have been uh, licking our wounds and saying ifs and whats. And I think that's just important that we. Yeah, yeah, you froze there a bit, coach, but we get the gist. Uh, back to the match. At about the 22 minute mark, you guys are up 15 nil. You're driving. You've got a, a, a driving mall. You're about to go in and you turn the ball over. Is it an experience thing about not being able to go for the jugular or have that, that knockout punch? Um, you know, the, 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 the more you learn how to win, the more you learn how to take advantage of, of, of a situation where you are 15 the up, keep the momentum going, keep your, uh, your foot on their throat. Um, you, you, you realize quickly that, you know, a game can get away from opposition, whereas, you know, from a turnover... Uh, and we make one error, all of a sudden, you know, we, we under our own poles and it's 15-7 and it's game on for them and confidence. 
So that's part of the learning curve, uh, you know, as is, as is grinding it out until the 80th minute of a test match. There's also a learning curve. And uh, we'll get it wrong at times. There's, there's no doubt about that, Matt. I mean, we've got, we got quite a bit wrong on the weekend. And, um, but I'm just hoping that every experience that we do go through is just another learning curve for this group that we hopefully building more and more momentum together as a group as, as time goes on. It was a great cutting of the teeth, if you will, for your young scrum half, the 19-year-old uh, Ruben de Haas, though. Yeah, uh, you know, if you have a look at the experience of the team, obviously losing Blaine halfway through the game was a, was a blow to lose your captain. I mean, he's such a talisman, talisman uh, um, leader. Um, having Ruben starting at nine, um, you know, Will have played at 15 for us previously, but hadn't started at 10 before. Um, David Anu coming off the bench. He's 19 years old, getting some test match experience. So the, the, the great thing is, is that, you know, we're starting to, to get a bit of strength and depth in, in key positions. You know, um, Dylan Fawcett obviously started the week before. You know, he's now on the bench because Joe came in. Um, and Greg Peterson, Peterson got a start for us, which hasn't happened for a while. And I thought he was absolutely fantastic. So, and again, um, because of a late injury to John Quill, Hanko, Hanko got a start. So Hanko's 21 as well. And so, you know, this is, this is the makings of a, of a very, very good squad in the next, you know, certainly in France. So um, we're starting to get some strength and depth in key positions, and that's really, really important. So if an AJ does go down, we've got a Will Maggie and a Will Hooley who we've got to rely on at that level. And, and um, that's all part of the process that we're trying to, you know, we're trying to establish. You know, and, and another encouraging aspect of this match was the fact that you guys had multiple opportunities to fold up the tents and pack it in. You know, Scully, your captain, goes down. Uh, Samoa immediately scores as soon as he goes out on the very next play after having already scored multiple opportunities to pack it in, and you didn't. It was no quit. Yeah. yeah I think, I think uh, right there is is the most pleasing aspect of it, even more, ple more, more pleasing than, than the fact that we got the result, because I think it's really important, as I said earlier, that we stay grounded, but we also, we're also honest with the fact that certain things didn't go, go well. And, and I agree with you. I think potentially, previously, you know, we played really well for the first 20, 25 minutes. Things don't go away, and there's a, there's, a, there's a tendency to maybe go, well, it was a tough day at the office and roll over. You know, and to a man, we didn't do that. You know, we continued to defend. We, we fought hard, um, you know, in the collisions. And they were big collisions. I mean, this is a, this is a very, very physical team, the Simone team. Don't underestimate how physical they are. And they were desperate, you know. They've, they've got a new coaching staff. They, they, they put a lot of processes in, in place. They, they were together for two weeks. So they came into this game very well prepared. So it was, it was a real tough task for us. And, you know, just very proud of the guys for the resilience that they showed to, to stay in the fight and, uh, again, lucky, lucky to come out with it with the result, but really happy that we're going toe to toe with opposition to this quality. Coach, I'm hearing sirens in the background. Is that the San Sebastian Police finally catching up with Cam Dolan for those thefts, those steals of those two tries? Yeah, but we had to get him. We had to get him out of Spain quickly. Yeah, because. Uh, there was a bit of daylight robbery going on there. So he's got that enormous wingspan and and those paws of glue. Yeah, no, he's and he's fast as well, you know. So when when you get the interception, uh, he's got the ability to turn on the burner. So uh, yeah, I'm, hope, I'm you know I'm, I'm again you know I'm, I'm overstressing the fact that we had a bit of luck, but I'm also hoping that we starting to learn that we were acquiring a pressure game that puts people under under pressure, 
that forces them to throw the passes that they shouldn't pass. Uh, very much like ourselves the week before against the Maoris, you know, we found ourselves substantially behind on the scoreboard and we forced the game. And you know, from what was potentially a try scoring opportunity, they ran the length of the field to score an interception. So that's part of the pressure, you know, that's part of understanding how to win the momentum game as well and 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 force people into into making those decisions. And I think particularly the second try of Cam's was really a situation where, where Samoa were were playing out of their own half. They were under a little bit of pressure. It was a tight game, and they were really trying to force something they shouldn't have formed. You know, and and ended up hurting them because uh, we had enough light numbers in line, and it was a good decision by Cam. So, um, yeah, I mean, he he's he's talented like that. I mean, if he gets the interception, he he can be gone. Okay, so with Ireland looming, is there a worry that some of the guys will be looking past the Romanians and just thinking about playing against the Irish? Of course there is, you know, and there's a fear of complacency, which is hopefully something we've nipped in the bud. I mean, we're, we're, we're on the brink of having a fantastic year for you. Um, you know, we, we comes away from, from, you know, having an unprecedented uh, um, run of success. And, and, you know, that's something that's, you know, now started to creep into this team that that's important. You know, I mean, we've got aspirations that we want to climb the, the world rugby ladder and you know by the time we get to rugby world cup next year we want to be more competitive than we are at the moment now so we can go and put up our hand in the, in the, in, the, in a particularly tough pool but actually come out with credibility so the only way we're going to do that is is having to to endure these um these tough weeks away from home and, and it's a tough week here i mean romania is not the most um friendliest place to, to opposition teams um and uh, they're big old gnarly pack. I mean, they played really well against Portugal on the weekend. Um, they, they beat them substantially. They've got a very physical pack. They've got a fantastic uh, 12 who, who sets targets and runs up all day long for them. So, and they're going to have quite a volatile crowd against us. So it's, it's going to be a great test. Um, you know, and we, we've spoken about this tour being a, a dress rehearsal for next year's uh, Rugby World Cup. And, and, and we need all the adversity we can get. Um, I prefer not to lose too many more players to injury, but I, 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 I would, you know, I don't mind the adversity coming in the fact that it's going to be a hostile crowd and a very physical pack, and it's going to be the third week in a row where we've got a, a massively physical encounter. So, I think we can only really grow from this. We, we, we are definitely going to learn lessons. We're learning lessons the whole time, but our challenge now is, is you know, put complacency on the back burner and uh, realize that you know we're in a we're we're in a tough country and and a and a country that are going to a decent rugby history, you know. They've, they've been to a couple of Rugby World Cups before and they've always been renowned for their big heavy packs. And, you know, we've got some work to do on Saturday afternoon. Okay, so change, changing gears a little bit. Uh, one thing that is great to be a part of as a fan is the emergence of players and the making of stars. Like Joe Talafete is becoming a rock star on the pitch. And despite the fact that he is arguably one of your most entertaining players to watch, he is still one of the best human beings on the planet, off the pitch. And then, you know, in that circle where you had the guys all hugging Will Hooley after he made the kick, and by the way, when he made that kick, the people that were watching on TV at home, the feed had like five minutes left on the game clock, whereas, and the announcers I was listening to from the Samoan feed had no idea that the game was over, and they were like breaking his chops, saying, Oh, he's happy about that kick. Like, it was just an average penalty kick, and he still had five minutes left in the game. They didn't know that he won, he won the game on that kick. But anyway, you know, had that circle of players there, and I'm noticing, you, you know, Scully's there with his cap on because he's, he's got the injury. 
But you've got other guys. You've got Eric Fry, and, and you mentioned Greg Peterson earlier. You've got a great mix of youth and experience here, and it's exciting to watch. It's a great combination, you know, and it's a critical combination. I mean, it was, uh, I think, for a period of time, if we're honest with ourselves, you could see that when Scully did go off, we, we were a little bit rabbits in the, in the headlights a little bit, and, you know, we were looking across our, over our shoulder for the next person to step up to the plate, you know, and that other 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 guys throughout the spine of the team and other senior players, not even necessarily senior players, you know, just guys who have got the confidence to to take, you know, the, the game by the scruff of the neck and say, well, you know, Blaine's temporarily off or he's, he's off for the rest of the game. This is what we're going to do. This is what our plan is. And you now I suppose that's very largely, you know, our, our decision, our, our responsibility as a coaching staff is that we have to equip these players with as much clarity as possible so that when when these tough times do come, that uh, it'll be a lot easier for them to make those decisions because, you know, our plan is clear and, you know, our process is, is very well thought through. And I think that's probably something that rocked us a little bit this week and something that we're going to put a lot of time and energy into this week of training is, is you know, what, what are our processes exactly? How, how clear are we in terms of knowing what we want to do and uh, not, not leaving too much up to, to decision-making or, allowing things to get frenetic when, when, uh, when things don't go away, like losing our captain. Well, I got to say, this is a very entertaining team. And I know that as a coach, you could probably do without the frenetic finishes and some of the plays that happen during the course of the growing pains that are taking place. But from a fan standpoint, from an Eagles fan standpoint, this is an exciting time. And, and this, this team, with no quit in them, is certainly fun to watch. And you, sir, are front and center. In no, it. thanks, Matt. Yeah, no, it's a... It's a real fun, really fun time to be involved with this with this group of players. Uh, the energy and enthusiasm is fantastic. Um, or, or the, you know, the real deal we've made at the moment now is that we, we, we're never not going to give 100% of ourselves for 100% of the time that we're on the field. And if we can continue to do that, you know, not the, the results will go in our favor. Okay, uh, we'll end there. I know that you're busy and appreciate your time. You've got a lot of moving parts over there in Romania. And um, I just want to say that, again, I am more than happy to be eating this plate of crow all week long and hope to not ever do that again because I'm never going to pick against the USA again. And I hope to see you in Ireland for the big upset of the Irish. <laughs> Thanks so much, mate. Nice to chat to you. Take it easy. All right. And we're getting the high sign that we are indeed out of time. So on behalf of Coach Gary Gold of Team USA, Matt McCarthy, at the Fantasy Sports Network for Rugby Wrap-Up in New York City, signing off.